Hi, everyone. Welcome to Tech Talk, a podcast where Avit and I, we talk about various tech-related topics. We don't just talk about gadgets and uh, very detailed tech. We also talk about all aspects of technology and how it relates to social and commercial side of things and ethical responsibility and all everything that's related to it. Today, we're going to talk about something called social commerce. I'm very excited to talk about it because I have no knowledge about it at all. And I am curious to know more from Amit. Uh, thank you for suggesting it, uh, Amit, this topic. I know we have talked about e-commerce and we are always interested about how tech relates to commerce altogether. Uh, so I imagine social commerce would be a very uh, sort of uh, thought-provoking topic to talk about. Well, it's not as thought-provoking as uh, you make it sound. And the funny thing is that you already are familiar with it. You are just thinking in the wrong direction. So let's start with the basics. So again, thanks a lot for the introduction. Um, so we have already covered a podcast on e-commerce and uh, just wanted to revise what e-commerce is for the people, for the benefit of everyone. Uh, when we do shopping, uh, we normally go to a physical store and we buy a product. So that's uh, normal commerce. So you buy, you pay for uh, goods or services and you buy it. So that's uh, something physical, something tangible. You go to a shop. Now, suppose the shop is online, then you buy it using a credit card or a debit card online. So that's e-commerce, electronic commerce. Anything that's done online is essentially e-commerce. So now what is social commerce? So social commerce is nothing but uh, commerce that you drew on social media platforms. So you shop on Facebook, you shop on Instagram, you shop on TikTok. So that's social commerce. And why is it popular? What does it mean? Uh, why is it, uh, I mean, why, why people are so excited about it, etc., etc., is what we will talk about in this uh, podcast. So, Rinath, I think that makes sense now. It's It has got nothing to do with charity. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, now it's all all making a lot more sense now. But again, I, I would challenge why is it called social commerce? Because social, just the word social should sort of relate to the social side, you know, doing everything together, you know, um, helping out your neighbors and stuff like that. And social media commerce would probably would have been a more of a descriptive name, but hey ho. However, uh, sort of. Yeah, I think uh, you have a good point, but uh, I think in the charitable sector, you, uh, as as you mentioned, if you want to do it something for social, uh, you normally don't charge money, and even if you do, you drive the commerce through an online portal. So that's still essentially e-commerce. So the social part is not like targeting just uh, social applications; it's social media applications. So that's why. Right. So that's why it's uh, social commerce. I could be wrong, but that's how the uh, word has picked up and now it's uh, across all platforms and I think um, the the pioneer in this would be the meta platforms or even pin interest I think pin interest was the first but meta platforms which includes Facebook Instagram and WhatsApp they are uh, quite pioneer in this field now because they are doing a lot of push uh, in these uh, products uh, to enable people to shop from their platforms so uh, right. let's let's rewind a bit uh, so let's let's yeah. uh, look at uh, shopping. 
So shopping was predominantly done in physical stores, then it moved online. So people could now sit uh, on the computer and buy product. And the same website you could open on your mobile phone. So now you could shop on your mobile phone by going to a website. Now imagine Nike is a shoe company and uh, you buy Nike shoes, but instead of going to a store, you buy it online. You can use coupon codes, you can use some discount codes, etc. from some uh, places and you can buy a good pair of Nike shoes. Now imagine uh, Nike has a Facebook page and Nike also has an Instagram page and Nike also has a YouTube page. So we are forgetting YouTube. Uh, YouTube, we don't consider it completely social, but it is still a part of uh, social because a lot of users are still logged in, uh, especially premium users. So anyway, so if you are a Nike customer who has a Facebook and Instagram platform, now you have a, a page, a business page on these platforms and through that business page, you're promoting goods and services. So now you want people to come and buy your product. Now there are two ways to do it. One, you click a link and you go to their website and you buy it. The other thing is you uh, click a link and you stay in the app and you buy the product inside the app. Now the, now the main thing yeah. is, uh, where would that scenario occur? That scenario would occur when you're on a mobile phone. It doesn't matter if you're on, yes. a, on a, a computer or a laptop, but when you're on a mobile phone, you don't want to leave the app and then come back again. So a lot of these, app, a lot of these uh, social media apps now have something called as in-app browser. So the browser actually opens inside the social media app. So if you click on a link in Facebook, it doesn't open your Android browser or a, a iOS browser like Safari, Android, you have Chrome or Samsung. Uh, it doesn't open. I mean, it might be opening it, but what it does is it opens a browser inside the Facebook application, the Instagram application, TikTok, LinkedIn applications. And through that, you now then buy a product. Yes, this is actually, um, I mean, I've, I've obviously living it for all these, you know, more than a year now, these, these things started happening slowly, slowly within all of these platforms, but uh, it's good to sort of put some spotlight on it. So we, we know, you know, as consumers, we are more aware of what is actually happening because yeah, we keep browsing in mobile phones whenever we click on a link and i have noticed it like i think not i mean relatively i don't know when it actually started but i think one or two years ago but maybe it had started a long time ago i had noticed that it is you know somewhat different and sometimes you have to log in again because i thought i was already logged in in my samsung browser in in facebook but you know, I click on a link in sent in Messenger, but I still had to log in. And I was like, why am I having to log in? And then I noticed that, oh, okay, this is actually a, a different browser altogether. So the cookies are not even shared between them. So, uh, yeah, no, these are, these are interesting developments that are happening very slowly. And a lot of the times we don't notice. And uh, it, it doesn't sort of, it is making our lives easier in a way, but it still is important for us, you know, everyone, audience, me and you, you know, uh, consumers to be aware of how these changes are happening and how we're ending up spending more and more money on uh, online. But um, yeah, as you explained this, um, you know, social commerce or social media commerce, I, I immediately thought of uh, Facebook or Meta because pay-per-click or ad revenue could only make you so much. And that's the main source of income for, for Meta. 
and uh, I would imagine they would be, you know, that would would have the highest invent incentive to monetize their highly you know, used platform. And how could they do it? They now have that way of sort of in-app or in-browser uh, sort of uh, purchasing. You know, it, I don't know if Facebook Marketplace would be a part of that, but you can go to, as you said, Nike brand page and make a purchase of their products right there and then. You can do it on YouTube. And um, all the uh, sort of social media platforms who are, all fighting for attention from people. They don't want you to leave their app, you know, but they also want, you know, it to be the, the, the consumers to have that sort of interaction. If they want to purchase something, they don't want to block it. So how, what is the solution? This is, this is what we've, we've kind of um, come to then with, with the advantage of tech. Very interesting indeed. Yes. So, uh, I think you have rightly described these platforms uh, want people to stick to their uh, app. So like Facebook wants people to be logged into Facebook. Instagram wants people to be logged into Instagram, WhatsApp, Pinterest, Snapchat, TikTok. They all want the users to stay on their platforms. Now one, go ahead. A, a quick side note, Amit. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but it's Pinterest, isn't it? It's not Pinterest. Pinterest, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't use that app a lot. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm thank, no, thanks also, for correcting. Thanks for correcting. Very yeah. much. So, yeah, pin, pin interest. Yeah. Pinterest. Yeah, pin, not pin interest. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I think um, the whole idea is that uh, these apps want you to stay on them. Now, the main, uh, when these social media apps were created, uh, their source of revenue was advertisements. Uh, so in order for people to, uh, for companies like Facebook and uh, say Instagram and Snapchat and TikTok, Pinterest, um, they all had to make sure that the users are able to see the ads. So in order for people to come on the platform and then see the ads, that's how the companies start making money. Now you have a threshold of uh, ads that you can show you have a threshold of number of users who are using the platform so how do you make people to stay on the platform even more so you've already introduced the social aspect where i can see your profile i can see the photos i can see your videos i can see what you're posting about so i'm i'm constantly engaged with you and i'm not just engaged with you i'm engaged with like 700 people so i have a feed now and i can constantly see that so i'm, I'm already engaged then i'm like okay now I'm already on the social media platform where all my friends are. I want to now, uh, uh, I love Nike. I'll, I wear their shoes. So uh, by the way, disclaimer, we are not promoting Nike in any way. It's just an example. So let's say that uh, uh, I love Nike sports shoes and I post a picture of uh, the Nike shoes and you then quickly uh, click on it and you say, oh, Nike shoes because you have never heard of those shoes and you try to go to their Facebook page and then you try to look at their things and then you want to buy something. So now you go outside the platform. So these companies, uh, social media platforms thought, okay, why do you want to send people outside the platform? Why can't we make people buy the same thing inside the platform? So that's where the commerce started kicking in. So that's where Facebook marketplace came, Instagram reels came, TikTok videos coming and then influencers, 
user generated content so these are all the topics that you keep hearing about but these are all the things that evolved slowly and gradually so that people could stay inside the social media app and then buy a product and most of the yes. social media apps have lost their original uh, purpose so now you do i mean you might go to instagram to check out uh, your uh, people people whom you follow but most of the times you would go on instagram to look at the recommendations and while you're looking at the recommendations you click on something and you get a sponsored content or you get a sponsored video and if you click on the video they'll normally be a buy now button and you click on buy now and you can quickly buy um something uh very easily the other thing is like a uh, people people like us we are we can be considered as influencers because we are trying to influence people into learning about technology uh we are not there yet we are not making a lot of money actually we are not making any money <laughs> but uh but the good thing is that uh, now if we recommend a product the, uh, people might actually uh try to uh, google it try to uh, look for it and then try to maybe buy it and we are just recommending it because we like because we have used it and we like it so now this is a it is a social recommendation people whom you follow are recommending you so it's kind of like influencer marketing so suppose i have 10000 followers i can i can now promote a product of a brand because it's now a free marketing for them because they don't have to spend a lot of money on marketing they just pay influencer and influencer just post about this product on their platform and a million users or 10000 users can quickly see and buy it so there are these all these things then you have a facebook live you have instagram live you have tiktok live so all these means that you can now directly engage with the influencer or a celebrity in real time and they are trying to promote a brand or something and now you in that live uh, video session or anything you can then buy a product so the whole aspect of like going on to a social media platform to actually engage with users has now taken a back seat and it's more about okay what can i find what can i buy how quickly can i buy etc etc and these platforms right. are pushing it in that direction if you look at instagram it was all about photos then it became videos because tiktok came into the picture the videos became reels the reels have now gone into like live streaming and insta live etc mm-hmm. etc et so it's yes. taken a whole new level and and same with facebook you have facebook marketplace your facebook business page your facebook shopping page so these are all taking even in whatsapp you can actually host uh, on your uh, if you have a business account a whatsapp business account in your description they can click a link they can see a list of products and they can actually buy those products from inside whatsapp oh wow i didn't yes. i didn't know about that no, one i've seen eh? that i've mm-hmm. seen that so that mm. it's, it's so so all these platforms social media platforms where you are we are we are trying to engage with people whom you know whom you want to follow are now trying to sell you a particular item so if you like say follow a celebrity say tom cruise or say steven spielberg or someone and they are trying to promote some content so that's again um, this and we actually forgot about twitter twitter i mean you i mean it's it's a you can say that it's part of the social commerce there is no like tweet live or something like that and there is no twitter videos but you can still see sponsored contents through advertisements and uh, someone can still recommend you products like okay hashtag 
Nike hashtag this and through that hashtag they are actually promoting that content. So maybe right. you can't buy directly from Twitter, but you can still engage. So I think the whole thing is buying by staying inside the app. But now why is it so popular? Why e-commerce is not that popular compared to social commerce and why all these platforms are targeting these users. Firstly, you have to understand who's buying. So the millennials or Gen Z, whatever you call it, they are buying. And where are they? They are on mobile phones. What are they doing on their mobile phones? They're constantly on social media apps. So these are the people who want to buy something because they get influenced very easily and they are constantly talking to each other and they are thinking about, okay, if he has that, it might be good. I need to have it. How can I quickly buy that? And you go on recommendations. So if Renat recommends me that, okay, I have a road mic and I, I like the sound um, coming from his uh, video and audio. So I will say, okay, I want to buy the road mic or I want to buy the camera that he has. Just because I know you and I follow you and I trust that you have invested in something good quality. So now just by uh, interacting with you, I want to buy something of value, of, of, of something that's valuable to for me, but through the social mm -hmm. media app. So this user engagement right. is quite popular because if you go to a Nike website, you'll not see any social media recommendations. You'll or, Adidas. See, or Adidas. Or Adidas, or Adidas. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, Nike is easy. Just leveling the playing field yeah. here. <laughs> or Vans. Yeah, or, or any or any other brand. I, I have a new balance in the Brooks running <laughs> shoes. So if anyone who runs, they can uh, go to their website anyways. But the idea is how often would you go to their website and buy something because most of the time you would go to Instagram, you would see someone wearing that shoe and then think about buying it rather than going to the website and then researching about it and then going to 10 different websites and then researching more and then trying to buy the product. So it's all about how can I buy quickly and most of the people now buy based on recommendations, based on referrals. So that's yes, how the that online um, uh, shopping is now uh, happening. That is that is good point, and I think you know th there could be so many negative or controversial thing to say about this this progression or advancement. You know there you know many ways people are being manipulated, their data is being collected, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I think one thing that could be looked at as a as a positive thing that is happening is that we are starting to get micro influencers. So um, the whole point of you know the the more distributed wealth is that we don't have we don't want like like these mega celebrities uh, becoming influencers and yeah i mean they could be you know just the regular person you know the girl or a guy next door and became you know uh, like made self-made rich person by becoming influencer but so much better than that is micro influencer who has only a few tab you know a few tens of thousands of followers and they have more genuine interaction with their followers they're covering a niche topic yes. and making some income out of it and also doing genuine you know uh, sort of uh, product reviews and recommendation etc so this is that's that's a lot more uh, sort of um um sort of uh, genuine is, is the only word I could think of. And 
the wealth is not now again uh, because of like millions and millions of followership not one or not a few people are getting again uh, you know disproportionately rich rather there are more influencer with modest amount of followership so the the wealth is again distributed more and more in this way so i think that's uh, that's one of the positive you know maybe maybe only few positives but this is one of the very few positives that i can think of uh in 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 with this uh, this kind of uh, advancement in in uh, commercialization of uh, our time yeah i think uh, one of the key things for this change was uh, the advent of uh, uh, the mobile phone smartphone and cheap internet cheap data which was uh, available across so now you connect a lot of people and uh, people who are poor can also now come online and they have ideas and they can have their own viewership as you mentioned like even poor people can now participate in this kind of uh, commerce and they can now start try to influence people online and i have seen many uh, influencers like that i mean you can't call them influencer influencer uh, they but they have a following so mm-hmm. so they are not they don't brand themselves as influencers but they have a following because they are very unique and it provides a very unique perspective into their lives and what they do etc so i've i've seen such kind of platforms uh, sorry uh, so uh, people on these platforms now uh, yeah. another, another thing that's uh, driving this uh, growth in this space is also because of the user data so as you mentioned the data is quite powerful so now imagine i go and buy a nike shoe say adidas i go and buy adidas shoe online and uh, now when i go to the website i will enter my uh, details like name address email address and a phone number and i'll give my billing details and then i'll check out and i'll uh, buy the product and leave now the the people who are actually uh, monitoring the analytics on the website they cannot see what's my age what's my buying preference uh, where i'm uh, i mean they, through the address they can decide where i'm living but they don't know what i like what i don't like i just bought a shoe and these are my details and these are not enough now imagine that same person now goes on facebook and that person from facebook buys a product on the social media app on facebook itself now the business knows not just my name uh, phone number and email address they also know what i like what i don't like whom i follow whom i not follow so now they can target me so this is now targeted advertisements or targeted uh, marketing etc so now they have more uh, control over whom they are tar- targeting and what they are targeting so they are like okay for the uh, uh, age group between 20 and 30 we will target these products but for 30 and 40 we'll target something else and that's again very very specific and very niche because now they have that data from the social media platforms so it's 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 yes. a way where you can engage so it's it's a, it's a good thing because i don't want to see products mm-hmm. which are meant uh, which are not for my age group or which are not for my taste so i want to buy mm-hmm. something which i like so so it's good yes. in a way uh it's a yeah there is of absolutely benefit in advertising i mean yeah. as much as we always go against it yeah. that oh, okay why did you be be so creepy and get my data and give me 
personalized ads, but actually they are good. <laughs> exactly. It tells what we want to, what we want to make, uh, what we want to buy. So, um, yeah, there is benefit, uh, undeniably benefit. Undeniably. To- and, and you end up actually <laughs> buying the product. So now you, you follow an influencer. So I follow say Elliot Kipchoge. He's a marathon. He's one of the world's best marathon runners. He wears a Nike <clears throat> shoe. And, uh, I, I, if I want to become, uh, I mean, if I follow him, I want to buy a Nike shoe or the shoes that he's actually wearing. It may not suit my uh, running style or my uh, foot or anything, but I still want to buy it. And it's that aspirational thing. And just because I like, I might see uh, advertisement of Elliot Kipchoge wearing that shoe on my uh, social media feed. And that's how you get targeted. It's, It's, I mean, you can say that it's a bit creepy, but in a way, you are being served what you like. You're not being served what you don't like. Like, uh, mm. I don't follow, I, I don't follow, say, swimmers. So I should not be recommending, I should not be recommended swimming products. So something like that. I'm just mm. giving an example. I love swimming. But yeah, uh, but just giving an example. Uh, you know what, this also, uh, this actually, this example actually makes me think of, of the negative side of this, this whole uh, thing as well. Because, I'm always being sort of uh, displayed products and content of of the things that I, I am. It's not just a. I mean, we know about the term echo cham- chamber. You know, when you go on YouTube, you just keep seeing the content you like, etc., yes. etc. Et but now it's you know multifaceted echo chamber where even the things in marketplaces that you would buy would be. I mean, you know, obviously, as you mentioned, you like swimming, actually, but. Say you didn't, you know, in real life, you you didn't know how to swim, but it's something that would you would have been inspired if if you had, you know, maybe the reason you don't like swimming is because the water is always cold. And then maybe you would have been inspired if this new technology, swimming clothes that came out that keeps you warm. But you never actually saw that ad because it wasn't relevant to you. So you never actually took up swimming. So you never actually came out of your comfort zone because of the lack of, um, you know, the, the, the sort of the variety in, in, in the content that one was usually getting in, in 90s or, you know, uh, 2000s, those in those times. You would go outside and you, you know, go outside to buy a pair of shoes and then there are other shops right next to it. And you would, you know, end up browsing other products that you didn't think about. But that's not happening now. <laughs> so there is negative to that as well, as as much as we want to highlight the positives. But uh, yeah, those are two sides of the coin. Yeah, actually, it's uh, it's something like reinforcement, right? So you have a certain views and you keep reinforcing that same view. And uh, yeah, the, the, the algorithm learns that and it keeps recommending the same thing again and again. Mm-hmm. So you think that your beliefs are now true and because you're constantly getting uh, uh, fed by that whole thing. So, I mean, I mean yeah. uh, let, let's uh, take for an example. I talked to you about a Star Wars series, say Mandalorian. Uh, it's currently mm-hmm. uh, running season three on Disney Plus. And we're just talking about it. My Google Home speaker is next to me. Uh, I'm pretty sure that it's listening, what I'm saying, even though I've not asked it to listen because I've not engaged, I've not said those keywords. Now, 
and it has it has occurred many times so now or you're chatting about something with your friend on whatsapp and you suddenly yes. get oh, a yes. product recommendation on instagram how are they knowing that so hmm. they they a human may not be doing it but there is an algorithm that's going through everything and they are trying yes. to recommend based on your conversations based on your chats based on what you're talking and well, always listening whatsapp do boast about end to end encryption i would be very disappointed if that happens out of whatsapp but no, but, uh... but but yeah <laughs> it, it does it does i mean uh uh try try something and i have seen i have seen the recommendations coming in your feed i've i've uh, mm. once i talked about mandalorian to my personal trainer and the next thing is and we were doing on a we were on a video call and the next thing uh, he tells me is that he's seeing mandalorian on his instagram feed Ah okay but then there is always going to be that question i mean if i if i type something on whatsapp is it my samsung keyboard that's that's also listening i mean uh and then if i say something here with you in zoom i don't know if alexa is also listening or who, which electronic smart device is actually doing the spying you, you know you're surrounded by spies so you could never tell i mean i mean see the the so. thing is that spying is okay but uh, if you do something with that information then it's wrong i mean okay a lot of uh, companies are collecting the data uh, they will eventually collect it and and we are giving it to them for free because they are giving us these amazing uh, applications uh, so in case um, we don't give them what happens someone else will collect so someone is always collecting it now the th- question is what do they do after collecting that data do they sell it do if, mm, if they if they yes. improve the product good because we are we are benefiting from it but if they sell that data to target us to take money from our pockets etc etc et then that could be considered as a negative connotation of this whole thing but again mm. again you are benefiting from it after selling <laughs> that data to someone they target you with a specific ad and you, and you found that ad beneficial to your tastes but the pop, pop, the problem is this is not consented trans business transaction i i, I didn't consent I to that benefit uh in return of my data so you know when when you have a business transaction you have both parties needs to be fully aware of what they're giving you know usually money and what they're getting usually product but in this scenario <laughs> it's not we are, consented we are giving our data and we are getting a product or a service or some application and we are getting it for free so even like google maps if you use it uses a lot of recommendations right it it tracks the history the historical data what you are searching for and then it starts recommending youtube also does that it, it tries to recommend videos that you constantly watch and based on that it will tell you or the, it will recommend videos based on the video that you are currently watching not mm-hmm. that you are yes. yeah. currently watching so if you are watching say a warren buffet video it will give yeah. you some warren buffet videos on the side uh, and mm-hmm. some videos of channels that you already like so the algorithm works mm-hmm. in, in in mysterious ways <laughs> <laughs> yes unpredictable in in some sense but it works it so works. Uh, it works and no, that's no. how these companies yeah. are making billions and billions of uh, dollars but the key thing to connect everything is a smartphone and that's mm. why it is now very very uh, crucial that uh, shopping has now shifted from buying on a website to buying from a social media app because of the mm. smartphone so this makes me think um 
what happens to the payment gateway and all the other things, shopping cart and all of those there, things. Right? They're still there, right? They're still there, but they're integrated now into the social media application. So they're collecting even more data <laughs> as we go through the buying process. Yeah, so it's like and, which, and that uh, aside, which card you use, etc. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and but that aside, um, you know, like the the individual websites, like like say for Adidas or uh, you know whichever company, if you go to their website and then make a purchase, you know, you add something in their shopping trolley, they can they can analyze how many people have what product in their shopping trolley and didn't finish their order, or yeah, uh, how many people come back, and, yeah, and then. They also have uh, collaboration with other payment gateway providers like WildPay or Stripe, etc. So all of those things are now being again concentrated with the Facebook and TikTok and Instagrams. So what mean that means is that less diversified, less diversification of my money is is you know there's less. Um, like fewer companies are getting the money before there was the website, uh, the actual seller, and then the payment gateway would get some money. The credit card company would get some money. You know, the, the delivery company, the cardboard box creator, seller. But, you know, right now the payment gateway and everything, you know, the web designers would get some money for creating the, you know, but, but now all of these are becoming obsolete. So it's again becoming more concentrated and TikToks but and Facebooks are evolution. becoming... But that's an evolution. Like if you consider a smartphone, it's a consolidation of a Walkman, a camera, uh, mm -hmm. a, a, a credit card because you have a wallet, a, a navigation device, a music system, a, a calculator. So it's a consolidation of many devices. So it, it does. So and it has obliterated all these companies in one single shot because it is now so uh, useful. So similarly with these powerful apps, uh, you are right. I mean, some of the developers and other things who are developing websites, they may not be needed, but there is still a requirement because a lot of people still buy from shops. There are not many people who buy, who are on social media platforms. There is a specific age group that is very active on social media platforms. And that is why, uh, and their spending power is quite high. So that is why this is now very important. But that doesn't mean that the websites are not important. The payment gateway providers are not important. And these are all integrated. So it's not like Facebook is just providing a platform to enable you to target a customer so that they can buy your product. It's just another way to target a customer through media like uh, broadcast, say radio, through uh, music videos, through uh, video sources like television ads or through print media, say newspaper ads, etc. So it is just another way for you. So Nike is not going to suddenly stop and just uh, focus only on social media. No, they are going to sell it from all different platforms because there are different. This is an added channel exactly. for selling exactly. product. In that case, yeah, that's not a bad thing at all. Actually, that's 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 even better because there are more people involved, more jobs, etc. Et exactly. Exactly. So, um, so it's not going away. But yes, you're right. There is a consolidation because there are only certain social media apps that are very powerful. And they are the reason they are powerful is it's a network effect. The majority of the people wherever they are, they will go there. So like when WhatsApp introduced their privacy policy or updated their privacy policy, suddenly everyone went to signal. But most of the users were on already WhatsApp and nobody wanted to install another app and go and use signal. So what happened? Eventually people moved to signal, but all those people again came back to WhatsApp. 
WhatsApp because all the users were on WhatsApp. So it's a, yes. it's a network effect as well. So wherever the maximum number of users are, you will tend to use that platform. So Orkut was very pop, uh, very popular, but Orkut was very popular only in certain countries. And then Facebook kicked off, and Facebook took away all the users from Orkut to its its own platform. Now it's up mm-hmm. to the company how they do their business, and it's it's a it's it's like evolution, right? It's like things yes, evolve, yes. and uh, and we are <laughs> evolution also capitalism, but capitalism, yeah. but yeah, it it happens, right? Because the technology develops, mm. you have that means, so why not promote it that way? It it's mm-hmm. convenience as well. I don't have to go through mm. uh, uh, to twenty different apps. to buy something i can have just i don't have to even go to amazon now i can just buy something from facebook so imagine that mm. but it doesn't mean that amazon <laughs> is not popular amazon is still popular it has its own purpose uh, actually yeah being 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 uh, honest i've never actually i mean even though i knew this existed but i've never actually gone through the the shopping process the journey of buying something through the apps i always just you know look and listen to everything and then just end up going back to amazon and exactly. see the most popular one over there yeah because amazon provides you that uh, same same day delivery service they provide you better uh, they have more reviews etc so on social media uh, platforms uh, sometimes when you click on something it's sometimes difficult to see the uh, reviews because it's uh, it's maybe hidden inside the comments so <clears throat> pros and cons of different platforms and then you think what are the next step so the next step is uh, the evolution from e-commerce to social commerce is v-commerce virtual commerce on metaverse so we talked about vr ar metaverse so now imagine you have the cryptocurrency is web 3.0 decentralized economy but people are still going to buy something but they are going to now buy in a virtual world so that will yes. be virtual commerce that would be another interesting topic for exactly. us to cover um as it progresses as we track it but uh, yeah no this this was actually quite quite an eye opening and actually also thought provoking even though <laughs> uh we were uh doubtful in the beginning but no this was actually a good conversation to have a lot to learn about and a lot to think about as well and hopefully audiences felt felt the same way and um any comments or any sort of uh views perspective uh that you guys might have uh listening to us please do reach out and share with us maybe we'll share those or reply or comment on those in our uh, uh future podcasts as well as also feel free to contact us giving us more topics to talk about or if you want to come to our show as a guest you're more than welcome So uh, all of our contact details are in whichever platform you're viewing so uh, please feel free. Uh this was actually a really good topic Amit thank you for coming up with it and uh yeah very much enjoyed talking about it. Thanks a lot Renata and I hope uh, our audience now understands what social commerce is and they are more mindful. I mean I'm not saying be careful just be mindful of what you're doing online and how these platforms uh influence you so yeah thanks absolutely thank you all